Testing, testing, one, two, three. Testing, testing, one, two, three. We are on the air. This is Thesis. <laughs> hey, they acting a fool up in this house. All right. One, two, three. We are on the air. This is Thesis. Everything is everything. I am your host, Jay Marie. How's it going out there, people? Coming to you live from Zombie Land. We are coming to you today from uh, the Anatole, the Hinton, Hilton Anatole here in Dallas. And I'm with my boy Flock. What's good, y'all? What you doing here this weekend, Wade? What the fuck? What are we doing here? What are you doing here? Well, I wanted to go out of town, but I didn't feel like driving anywhere, so I said let's do a little staycation right here at Jade Waters Water Park. Right here in Dallas' zone. Man, this place is fucking legit, way for real. Like, honestly, people, like, this place is tremendous. It's like a huge ass um, campus. Like, one building over there, the big tower. Then you have this middle uh, place in the middle. There's another tower with these are bu- there's a bunch of ho- uh, rooms here. And then you go down the way. There's another tower. Like, damn, dude, this place is rock and roll, nigga. Sculptures. Marble everywhere. We're right here. We found a little nook, a little corner here where there's some sculptures, and it's really nice, man. It's perfect for the being the you know social distance stuff going on because it's all spread it out. There's like about a hundred places you can just lounge at where it's like separated from anybody else. <laughs> yeah. Right now we're over here in the back corner, and there's like the bar right there. We can see it. It's jumping like a hundred feet away from us, but we're back here chilling. You know how we do it? We got our little little uh, magic pen with us, and you know, so we're kicking it aquí. They, uh, oh, so they have a water park in this in this hole. I haven't seen it, but it's back there somewhere. So this is how big this place is. They got a water park, big old. You said something about a big ass fire. What? Yeah, they got a they got a lounge area out there where it's like where you can sit outside, like uh, outdoor furniture. And- <coughs> We got a, a big old fire going, and they got different areas. You can play like outdoor chess. You know, the chess pieces are like three feet tall. Ah, oh, you, you can go out there. And they got checkers and connect four. Little bean bag. You don't want no problems with no bean bag. Oh, oh, all right, yo. I'm gonna put it on you after we done, nigga. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a bean. <laughs> Anyway, I took some, so I took some edible last night. Did I tell you? Yeah, you were saying something. But, uh, I, I think because my tolerance is too high, so I, I cut one in half, so it was 25 milligrams, and I waited, you know, an hour. Fuck it. I didn't feel shit, so I took the other one. And, I mean, I was just kind of, like, really melee, but I think I need to take, like, 100 milligrams. If I want to feel, like... You know what I'm saying? <coughs> I want to feel it like psychedelic. too, because there's some that are potent and there's some that are, aren't as potent. Like, I've had some where I've had to take four and, and you feel it. And there's some where I've taken, like, half of one and I'm like, damn. So, see, everybody says that the nerd rope, bam, everybody who says they took some nerd rope, that, oh, I just took a piece and I was like, so maybe nerd rope is more potent. So. I, I've never had the nerd rope, but uh, I've, I got had some. The, I've had the Sour Patch. You got some with you? Oh, nah, they're real. Oh, man. It still takes an hour or two to kick in, bitch. By the time I'm be me, money. Bullshit, <laughs> I was gonna bring the, I was gonna bring it, though. But, you know, I was like, well, we save it for a good, 
You can go up there and start fucking tripping balls upstairs with mom and dad and shit. And be like, here, give me, give me a few. <laughs> but I, I was just like, I was just like, you know, if I had smoked a couple blunts, basically. But I want to feel that, that, that psychedelic shit, you know? <coughs> but that means I got to take like... No, that Cali shit. I got to take that like... That Vegas a, shit, that Cali shit. I don't know what it is. Their edibles are strong, bro. Like our street weed, our street... The, the kush and the draw on the street is... Just as strong or not stronger than what they got out there in Cali and Las Vegas, but their edibles, our street shit is nothing compared to their shit. Their edibles will fuck you up, bro. They'll fucking, bro. I've seen in Vegas when we went, like my little cousins, they were like 21, 22, and they fucking took a bunch of edibles. They were out, they were out early. For real? We went out at 8 p.m. And they thought they were gonna pull an all-nighter. Man, two hours later they were going back to the room. One thing, one thing that I did notice after a couple, after about a couple hours, I mean, I was like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna watch TV." And I mean, I couldn't concentrate on whatever the fuck I was watching. I remember that. And then I think I just started like, not, not. The yeah, edibles kind of give you more of a body high though. Yeah, it was, it was something like you for now you for. I didn't feel euphoria. But I just feel like stupid mellow, you know, like, but now nah, I want to feel euphoric, way. I want to, I want to like hallucinate and shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> when we go to Vegas, nigga, we take some shrooms, nigga, we'll get some shrooms and all that yeah, shit. that shit in Vegas is strong, bro. They got all kinds of shit. You talking about October? Yeah. September, October, that's too much. Nigga, I'm cheap. down and uh, Flights are cheap right now still, and then hotels are cheap too, because they're hurting, they're not selling out like they normally do. Hey, so, did you, uh, no, aqui? Aqui, the sandwich, the $20 sandwich don't work here, right? Did you try nah, it? Nah, we didn't try it. Because they have certain size yeah, rooms, yeah. certain prices. Nah, their rooms that are big here, big dollar rooms. We got the basic ones. Still kind of strip, but <laughs> it's because you're paying for the passes to the water park. Yeah. But that's good. It's worth it, you know? Because, like, if you were to, let's say, to go to Hawaiian Falls, <coughs> you know, yep, here exactly. you gotta, hey, let's go upstairs, let's eat, kick it, whatever, let's go back down to the water park, right? <coughs> but I like, I can get drunk, and I just walk, all the thing I gotta do is get on the elevator, probably, go to my room. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I ain't yeah. gotta drive, I ain't gotta nothing. Yeah, man, I was, I was thinking, well, that's the thing is, but, like, the hotels, of course, in Vegas, they're sort of resort. You don't have to leave the, the place if you don't want to. You can go gamble, you, you go drink, you can eat. You don't, but... I mean, if you don't want to, you don't no, have to. You don't have to, yeah. but bro, they need when you get there and you see the other casinos, of course, you want to you're not going to want to fucking... Yeah. Just imagine like, like a fucking, like Monopoly. Just imagine if Monopoly had the properties in 3D, right? And the, and the buildings are huge. Like fucking, they look like they're on steroids, the buildings. They got so many lights that like, they got so many lights on the fucking buildings that you're like, how can they make any money with that electricity bill? You know? It's crazy. Like, it's so, it's so fucking lit up. It's like nothing you... It's like a block party, but on steroids. <laughs> burr, burr, burr. All, all night, black, all night, right? It, it doesn't... She doesn't stop? It does not stop, bro. So, see, I was thinking, look. So, imagine this hotel right here, right? There's clubs that open at 4 in the morning. 
that lets you know that the parties did not stop. Well, what I was thinking is somebody should open up a resort hotel, like in Dallas, for instance, something like this, but there's a badass bar, and then there's a fucking club, then you got the fucking water park out there, and you got other shit popping, and everything's popping, so when you come here, you're going to be partying, you know, you're going to have your drink, water park outside, pool <coughs> table, club, yeah. bar, restaurant. Hey, you see how chill it is here, bro? They got all that shit here. Damn, dude. Just chill. They, all they need is like a club. Like fucking club where you could put some music on and everybody's just like, scat, scat, But, but scat, each, scat. each each casino in, in Las Vegas has its own little different vibe. For instance, you go to Planet, was it Planet Hollywood? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Planet Hollywood, they have go-go dancers. Oh, yeah, and like on the... They're, they're over there dancing on the pole. Like, their clothing... They have clothes yeah, on, yeah. but they're almost like strippers in a way. Mm. So, like, it makes you want to have a drink or whatever, you know? You feel like you're at a party or whatever, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, people people get a little <laughs> drunk with that. But, <coughs> but there's some badass casinos, bro. Once you get out there, I mean, I haven't even been to a mall, and I've been out there <coughs> shit all the time. I've been to Vegas like 10 times or more. Probably. Damn, wait. At least 10 times. I've been there. one motherfucking time. And I think I went to wherever that Pico. <coughs> what is that one called? The Pyramid. That's uh, Imperial. That's the, I think that's the, the casino? Called. It looks yeah. like a pyramid. And yeah, there's like that Egyptian shit in there. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. The Imperial. That's why I was gambling there. I think it was the only one I went to. Other than that, we walked around. But that's it, see? So, I want more experience than that yeah. shit, nigga. October, baby? Shoot. Like, for instance, Caesar's Palace. Caesar's Palace has a mall. Has a mall. And when we went with Compa, it was a long time ago. We had just got married. Mm-hmm. It was a, like the first time that me and my wife went to Vegas. Married. And uh, <clears throat> we went to the mall at Caesar's Palace. But they got this fucking badass store called Nike Town. So you know how when you go to the mall, you got like Sears or Dillard's? Uh-huh. And they got like two or three floors, right? Uh-huh. But it's one store, right? Yeah, yeah. You go to that Nike store, it's like that. They got like two or three floors. Well, they got these fucking, uh, these cylinders that send the shoes down. When you order, like when you, when you ask for a pair of shoes to try on, uh-huh. they send them down these little... Cylinders like how you send the, the, the bank, the, the bank, bank tellers, <laughs> yeah, like that. And they send them down, and they open it up, and they, you know, they'll, uh, you know, they'll send them back up or whatever, right? You know, it's just pretty tripped out. But yeah. we seen Christina, Christina Milian there. She was just walking around. Yeah, Christina Milian, and she at that time, she was, I think she might have been married to that guy, the Dream. Who, he's a music producer. He's the one that produced and wrote the song for Rihanna, Umbrella. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she married him. She had a kid with him, but they're not no longer together. And she was buying some shoes or something? She was buying some stuff. We didn't. I don't know exactly what, but we noticed her. And she was like, at first, she was kind of trying to hide. She had some big old glasses on. But we just, you know, we just kept it on the down low and she let us take a picture. Oh, no shit. Oh, what's up? Yeah, see, yeah, what's up? yeah, so we just, hey, you know, what's up? And we took a picture with her husband. I didn't know who her husband was, but Israel knew. Yeah. But, uh, 
anyways, it was it was pretty cool, bro, because yeah. you're at the mall and you don't know who you're gonna see, but there's people there. Like, so there's went, more stores. Oh that hell mall. yeah, there's Gucci, it's like Versace, a fucking, it's like Red a mall. huge mall, huge. <laughs> None but badass stores, Fendi, like stores I wouldn't even shop at yeah. besides the Nike. Oh, store. you see some of the stores <clears> in here? <throat> nah, I haven't seen. They them. have big baller stores. There's something right here next to us. I don't even want to look at it. When we went this last time uh, <clears throat> to Vegas, um, it was whenever Canelo was fighting somebody. I forgot who exactly, but he was fighting somebody. Yeah. We didn't go to the fight, but we just were there that uh -huh. weekend. Uh, my little boy saw uh, JaVale McGee. He's a basketball player that plays for the uh, LA Lakers. He was gigging it too? Yeah, they were crossing the street at the MGM. <laughs> and my son was like, damn, there's ja JaVale McGee. So it's crazy, like, celebrities be just out there, like, walking around like uh, nothing, like normal people, bro. Fuck, dude. And every, and every, like, hotel is different, bro. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's just different. Like, you walk in one hotel, the next one is nothing like it. Like a, and the next one is nothing like that one. Like uh, it's, they all got their own unique like vibe, their own unique feel, their own style. The setup is all different. Like one might have slot machines right when you walk in, the other one might have tables right when you walk in, the other one's gonna have like bars right when you walk in. They all have their shit different, mm. bro. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? It's badass, bro. We and what what, what hotel are you thinking about for October? So I always, get, kind of I always, always go with the best deal. Oh, you look around. From what I've, what I've learned there, bro, mm -hmm. you're not gonna be at your room much, bro. You're gonna be straight party. Uh, so that part does, that's might, the least you, important. So you might be at your room. You'll sleep there. So that's the least be, important part. So of you'll it. be there maybe four to six hours a day in the room. So you don't really need a badass room, but you want to be on the strip where that's what I like to do. But the man, you want to make sure, like, for instance, that they got a badass set yeah. of pool set, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, uh, but they all guys, they all are hooked up. Yeah, right? they're all nice, but see, the, the, see this, the little thing, Chama, a lot of people don't know. I want to go pool party, they're, shit they're, like that. That's the thing. They're sister casinos. So, for instance, a lot of times we stay at Bally's. Well, next door is the Paris. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? Paris and, and Valleys are our sister casinos, uh -huh. so we have access to Paris pool. All right, all you know right. what I'm saying? Shit like that. Yeah, uh -huh. shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Man. And then you go get these buffet cards. Well, I know you're not a big eater, but it saves money, shit. right? Because, no, I eat shitload of steak, man. Because they got like crab legs. Scrimp. All you can eat. All you can eat crab legs. I eat scrimp. It's crazy, right? <laughs> but, but you can buy this pass for like. Seventy, eighty dollars, and you're thinking like, God damn, that's a lot, right? But what's Wait, that? What's that pass? That's for twenty-four hours to eat buffets, mm -hmm. right? Okay, let me tell you why. You go to one buffet way, it's like thirty-five, forty bucks for one person, mm -hmm. one buffet. You eat twice in a day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So what we would do is we get our little buffet pass for 24 hours oh yeah breakfast lunch and dinner <coughs> yeah so we're, and depending on what time you start yeah, you can kick in exactly. a, an extra meal yeah um, so a lot of the them open like at eight in the morning and a lot of them close like at nine or ten at night uh -huh. at nine o'clock usually right uh -huh. so we usually get it around 12 
we'll eat that time, and then we'll eat dinner that day, uh-huh. and then we'll eat breakfast. So we usually use it at least yeah, three times. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you get your money worth, bro, because yeah. you spend about 120, 130 if you ate that many times. Like, you save about, you get pretty much one free. Yeah, like a day no but fast bro, food. But, bro, there's the been street. times where we've ate four times. There's no fast food Like, we got there, it, like, it? at two. We ate at two, right? Then we ate dinner again. We ate dinner, right? Uh-huh. Like, at eight o'clock. And then that morning, we ate breakfast. Mm-hmm. Like, at eight in the morning. Mm-hmm. And at one thirty we ate lunch. Oh, let me, before, yeah, yeah see, so, so we you got max out. We yeah. got four times out Because it. before the yeah, time. Yeah, but they just, it just depends how you're, you know, you yeah, don't know. how you're feeling, whatever. Sometimes you might just be all fucking gambling or... There might be sometimes you're like, fuck, I'm going without this grub, or, you know, it's just, bro, it's like, I don't know, bro, if you, if you got some, like, energy drink or something you drink, you got to take it and you go to Vegas. See? Hell yeah, nigga, I'm down. I'll be popping them fucking sugar-free monsters and shit, right? But you got that Vegas bomb? Yeah. And, you know, you're on the other tower, right? You're yeah. not on the, yeah. but each floor, they need, like, ice machines or something, right? It Probably. should be. I'm gonna have to get some ice in a little bit, or I'll just go to the bar. But that'll be in a little bit. So what? Ha- so uh, shit, nigga. So uh, you started a new job. Yeah. Okay. What the fuck? So, so all right. So you, you, you I think people remember you were at the pawn shop, and uh, what the fuck happened? Like uh, you've been there for a long ass time. What the fuck? Why you just quit or what? What the hell? So I was there. What, 13 years. And I was assistant manager at that. I've been at the same location. Assistant manager for mm, about nine years, I would say. Eight years, nine years. And, uh, shit, pretty much, like, my boss wasn't doing his job, so there was this chick that was doing some shit she wasn't supposed to be doing, so. Was she stealing or what? Yeah, she was like, like writing the wrong description for shit, so. He fucking, I guess, wasn't checking his stuff right. So, they fired her. Well, then they fired him because they said there's no way he couldn't know about it, right? So they fired him, so that means it's my, you know, my goal, I'm You were the next one in line. The next one in line, mm-hmm. so. All right, so. First of all, all this happened so quick, like within one day. You were on vacation or something? I, was on, I had just came back from vacation. I worked one day, and then the next day they called me in to work on my day off. What'd you say, what the fuck? Yeah, and then my boss got fired like an hour after I was there. Hey, come here. We're gonna, you got to show up, and you show up. And so, then. yeah, so so then I called my district manager, and she's like, there's an investigation going on. Sorry, I can't talk to you about it, but... You're the manager right now. No, she said, you're in charge right now. You're the only key holder. I said, okay. I said, so if I'm in charge, I mean, I said, I think we need to talk about me getting paid accordingly. And she was like, well, that's something we can't talk about for a while, for at least a month. Well, right before all that happened, they had sent one employee. So we had seven employees all together. So they sent one to another store. So I left six. They just fired two. So I left four. four. No, no, I take that back. We had six. They sent one to another store. So I left fire. They fired two. So that I left three. three so I'm the only manager, only key holder. 
you know. So that means so, you got to open and close. Right. So they wanted me to work pretty much all fucking night, eight to seven, Monday through Saturday. But this is this the thing right here. I can't even take a lunch because there's nobody there that has a code but me. Right. So I'm like, all right. So I asked my station manager about the pay. She's like, well, I'm like, all right. Well, I said, okay. So can you send me some help then? She's like, well, I don't have no help to send you. You're going to have to manage for a while, for about a month. So I'm like, you know, so then I'm like, well, they don't want to send me no help. Then they want me to do this at the same pay. I said, nah, this ain't going to work for me. I said, I, I, I know better. I said, first of all, I've been waiting on this opportunity for a long time. Hell yeah. You, I've been you, waiting. You, I've been waiting. Here, here it is. Here's my opportunity, Boom. right? But the way they give it to you, bro, is like they want you to fucking, fucking bust your knuckles and fucking break your back. But then they don't even want to pay you nothing. They don't want to. They didn't want to pay me what I should have been getting paid to do that job. So therefore, I was like, you know what? You ain't gonna send me no help. And then on top of that, you, oh. want, me, you want me to do it for the same pay? They didn't want to send no motherfucking help. Yeah. So they so would send help. Three people were supposed to run that damn store. So, yeah, so. For the time being. Yeah, so they were like, well, I told them, I said, look, I said, I appreciate the opportunity. I said, but the way I'm getting handed to me, I said, I'm being set up to fail. I said, I said, I, I don't feel like I'm getting set up to succeed here, so I think it's time for me to move around. You just quit or you gave two weeks? Yeah, no, I just quit. Because it, it. it pissed me off. Because I felt like they were trying to, like, bully me. Yeah, like, oh. We just I mean, fired the other two managers. He has no, like, you have yeah. no choice. You yeah, gotta, you have no choice. You have to stay here. Yeah, you have to do this. You have to just suck it up. Mm-hmm. And this is what you got to do if you want a job. <coughs> well, guess what, motherfuckers? Said, fuck they mammy. <laughs> so guess what, motherfuckers? The grass is greener on the other side, bitches. Because you know what, man? You know, I I didn't, I, I, I was kind of prepared for it in a way for some reason. Like, I felt like I said, you know what? If they bullshit me, if they don't tell me what I want to hear, I'm going to walk out. Because I had already talked to my wife about it, right? And see, my wife had been wanting me to leave that job for a while. Mm-hmm. Because there's just, you know, extra shit going on. I'll get to that in a minute. But you have to work a lot of the weekends too, right? Yeah, like I that. work every Saturday pretty much, but I would get some Saturdays off. Every here and there, like one, like every, I would work to get one off, something like that. But the way it was just, man, they tried to just act like, I was like, damn, man, I got that. Like, try, I try to have no papers or nothing, bro. They try to act like, <laughs> like, like, like I wasn't like even from here. I was like, man, this, he ain't going to go cut the yard or nothing. <laughs> Hey, but now, so I, hey, I just busted a move because, you know, I prayed about it, bro, and I just felt like it was what I needed to do, man, because, you know, like, shit, like, one of my cousins told me, he was like, hey, man, you know, every, every, every move, every time you make a change, you know, it's, whether you succeed or you fail, it's a good, it's a good move because you're trying to better yourself, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, whether you make it or you don't, it's worth the risk, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because the experience, everything. You're, you're, it's yeah, you're, you're you're trying to fucking, you know, I'm trying to better my life. I'm trying to be off on weekends. I'm trying to be, you know, see my trying kids to make more money, do more things. Shit like that, yeah. And then, you know, not only that, I mean, I'm trying to get more money. 
Huh. I mean, look, I mean, the way the things fell through, I mean, shit, bro. I work 8.30 to 3.30, so Monday we, through Friday. So how did how'd you find, so what do you do, first of all? So, what do you do now? So I do the wheel call. It's for, like a hot shot. Yes, for Townies Ford. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. so it's for the Ford. Yeah, okay. so I pick up four times a day from the Ford warehouse, uh-huh. which is in, it's in Dallas. It's off of uh, 35 and like Valley View. Okay. And I pick up there four times a day. So they order parts like every two hours and I bring them back and uh, so if you go to the Ford house and they ain't got the part they say I can have it today I'm the guy that goes gets uh-huh. it you know but yeah I just go there I found the job on Craigslist somehow. And, and you work for for a, a, a separate company or for the Ford dealer no, I work for a contract a contract so okay. a broker contracts yeah me. Hey, dude. So, yeah. And what are your hours? So I'll go, I have to be at my first pickup at 8.30. And then I get off as early as 2.45 sometimes. <laughs> I work till 4 o'clock is the latest. I've worked a couple of times, but that's only because 6.35, there's mm-hmm. always so much traffic. So I have a pickup at 2.30. But the thing is, sometimes they fucking keep me there a while because everybody's there on their last run at the same time. So it takes so, a minute. Yeah, so you sometimes you come out at 3, 3.15 by the time you get your parts and going across 6.35 from from 35 to 30, but, you know? But, but so you, you're basically home every day around 4.30 or something? 4.30. Yeah, <laughs> Sometimes 3.30 I'm at the house okay, pulling okay. up. What the fuck them niggas at the, at the punch shop? So see, you know, here's the thing, like, you know, my philosophy is, you know, I don't know. It's 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 way more complicated, but like, you know, things happen for a reason. You know, everything is everything the way we say it here. But these things happen for a reason. That moment in time when you got frustrated, you got tired. Everything came to that moment. If you would have stayed there like a jerk off, you know, taking their shit, what you be missing right now? You know what I'm saying? I'd be missing. A you know lot. what I'm saying? I'd be at work. I would have been working today. And then look, Craigslist, right? You're just looking around and you found some badass shit. You're kicking ass. That's them. So these things aren't. These things aren't. Fucking yeah. So look. You know? So this is the catch to it, though, bro. Because you know, this job was a part-time with a full-time chance. You know, mm-hmm. opportunity down okay. the road, right? Mm-hmm. So when I started, <clears throat> I was only working like twice a week one week I only work one day but they just send me randomly wherever they needed me because they already have people that drive mm-hmm. at that point so if they break down or call in they call me mm-hmm. but see the thing is with, with me I wasn't like picky I was like I was hungry like everything. I was hungry mm-hmm. I didn't work for a month you know what I'm saying yeah, uh-huh. so, and then I got that truck I got that truck, and then they started talking about, hey, we're gonna, it's going to be a little while longer. Because, see, that what happened was I was working for them part-time. They told me they were going to give me a full-time spot. Mm-hmm. But my truck broke down. Uh-oh. So I had to make a move. Real quick. So I went and got a new truck. Uh-huh. Right? I was supposed to start the new gig in two days. I got the new truck, like, two days before the new gig. That day comes. He says that contract got canceled. So now there's nowhere for me to go. No, I got shit. this new truck. So I don't panic, bro. 
I don't panic. The, the same place because, where you're at right now? Yeah, I okay. don't panic right away. Mm -hmm. So I file unemployment. Unemployment gets accepted because they offered me a full-time position and they resented it. Mm -hmm. You know, so I started collecting from when I worked at Easy Point. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I collected unemployment a couple of times, like three, three times. Mm -hmm. But then um, I got on there, and man, bro, I was delivering tires. That shit sucked. Like, yeah, so there's this little tire. Like the back of your truck full of tires? Yeah, about 34 tires on the And then back. You, the way you got to stack yeah, them, they, they got, fit the maximum yeah, amount of they got, Yeah, 34 tires on the back of that <laughs> truck, bro. And I'm like, what the? I'm like, there's no way those tires are going to... Was the same they, company? Or the same company, but a but different... They, it was a different contract. Different, different contract, mm -hmm. yeah. And, bro, I didn't like that for shit. Because I went to one place, bro. I had to unload 22 tires. 22? At, at one place. And what, like truck? And it's what like kind 2 o'clock in the afternoon. 18 wheeler tires? No, just different sizes. Regular, uh, But still, it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> it's fucking 101 outside. And I got to unload 22 tires right there at the tire shop. <laughs> Boy, I was pissed. I was cooking. My back was hurting. But anyways, bro, I just... I just stuck with it, bro. Something told me. Because the dude kept telling me, hey, man, just hang in there. Just hang in there. He kept telling me for about three weeks. So all these places they were sending to you, it was just like scrap type shit. Like just scrap. Just to. No, so that was the one place was the tire place, right? Uh -huh. I worked there twice. Okay. But they would get so busy that they would call on another person. Mm -hmm. That's where I would come. So mm -hmm. I worked there twice, like as an overtime person. All right. But I was working at Toyota. No. Texas Nissan and Grapevine. Mm -hmm. I was going to Grapevine. I was driving a Grapevine route, Fort Worth route, bro. So, so this guy, the middleman, boom. He got his contracts with all these dealerships. I see, I see. Uh -huh. Right. So yeah. he contracts the drivers out uh -huh. across the board, you know. Mm -hmm. So, it seems like it was you had to do all kinds of big shit. I mean, not big, but far yeah. and this and that to get in but now it's right so look so this is how it plays out so right? what happened so i go go to that texas nissan bro mm -hmm. right and i didn't like it because them motherfuckers were racist they try to make me pay for a fucking part that i dropped off because the fucking people at the shop lost it yeah they signed the paper i saw where the lady put it she fucking put but all you're the just rest. a delivery guy i'm just a delivery guy but i saw where she put it at and she put all the parts on the floor. She put two parts up on this shelf. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the parts on the shelf was the one they were looking for. Uh -huh. And I told the guy, I said, she put it on the shelf with that long, it was like a little fender piece. Mm -hmm. and he was like, oh, well, they're not finding it. I have to charge you for $80. I said, man, you got me fucked up. So that shit pissed me off. So I told my wife, they offered me to go back to over there. I'm going to tell them I'm not going. So I called the broker and tell him, hey, man. I tell them what's going on. I said, man, they signed for it. I saw where they put it. It was there. They lost it. Now they're charging me. Like, oh, no, you're not paying for it. We got your back. Like, already. So I'm not paying for it. Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all, man, man. That's right. So yeah. homeboy tries it, bro. So he tells me, hey, can you do me a favor? So he puts, like, I have a delivery to that place that I, they, they lost the part. Uh -huh. He puts it in my manifest as the route. Mm -hmm. So my manifest, they would, they would send you home on your last route. Right, so basically, if I'm at Grapevine, they would send me to like Louisville, then like North Dallas, then like 
like Plano or Ford. Richardson right there, mm-hmm. and then my last stop would be by the house, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that Toyota place was on North Dallas. So he sends me there like I got a drop off. No, he's like, hey man, I just want you to see if you can go help her find that part. Right? I'm like, as soon as I walk in, the lady's like, oh, can I help you? I say, yeah, I'm here to help you. I look for the part that y'all said that y'all never got or whatever. She's like, oh, I just found it. Man, that shit made me so hot. Well, you know what this dude had the nerve to tell me, bro? He said, hey, hey, can you go ahead and bring that back to me tomorrow? Bring what back? The part. I said, huh? I said, no, I don't, because I wasn't working for them permanently. I was mm-hmm. just helping out day to day. So they would call me the next day to go work for them. That was if I was working. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't working there the next day. I said, no, nah, you can send one of your drivers to come get it. You're lucky I came out here to find it. Suckers. Man, but they were tripping. That's a Yoda or something? Yeah, bro, but they would give me like 11 stops, Chungo. Whole ass. Like, so, like, okay, so for instance, the other driver, he got five parts, five stops. Right? Mm-hmm. So they want you to come back like every two hours, just like to load. Mm-hmm. Well, that one is like, it's like 9, 11 30, and, and 2 o'clock. That's what time they load up. Well, Bro, when I would leave at 9, I wouldn't come back till like 1. I'm supposed to be back like at 1, 11.30. Then that, that 1 o'clock run, I'm supposed to be back at like 2.30. I wouldn't be back till 3. So, nigga, I'd get off like at 5 o'clock at that one. Because they would send me on like 11 stops, bro. But the other drivers going to 4 stops. They would try to hold me, bro. So, I didn't like that shit. So, so I got so you don't want to fuck that. So, I got lucky because I'm not even doing that. I'm not even delivering to the mechanic shops you know so they would send me to you know just all over the place right mm-hmm. 11 stops you know this you know Midas quick car blah 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 Joe blows body shop you know mm-hmm. wherever they send you right but this will call I just go there and back there and back That's and then there's like two places that I go that are on the route that sometimes they have parts for me or mm-hmm. I deliver parts there like swing, by, swing by there right quick. So I know where I'm going every day. I, I don't have to go nowhere new. I don't have to handle no money. I don't have to handle no fucking get this signed or none of that. No. I just pick up I just pick up parts from the distributor and I drop it off to the dealership and that's it, bro. Fucking easy. easy Monday through fuck. Friday? Bro, so some days I get like like I get like thirty minutes almost in between every run, right? So like one day I went to the house, I was at the house three hours during my work day. Like, oh, cause waiting so, for so, the next pickup or whatever. Yeah, so so I picked up at 8.30. Mm-hmm. There's nothing for me but just to go back. They mm-hmm. don't send me nowhere else, right? So I get back, it's 9.15. I'm already coming back towards, going back towards the warehouse. Uh-huh. I already went to dealership. So it's 9.15, I'm going back, right? Well, I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna stop at my crib cause I ain't gotta be there till 10.30. Damn. So I stop at the crib, take my shoes off, chill to about 9.45, <laughs> and then roll out. And I'm there at 10.15, I'm still ahead of schedule. Pick up my parts, go, come back, go and come back. Well, I'm supposed to be picking up at 12.30, right? Well, at 12 o'clock, I'm already dropping off at the dealership for my 12.30 run sometimes. So when I go the, back, the, the parts will be yeah, ready so early. I don't have to pick up till 2.30. So if you show up early, yeah, so hey, I go to the ready. crib. I'm chilling for like almost two hours <laughs> at the crib. Make me a sandwich, fucking chill, whatever. Hey. You, <coughs> you 
achieved during the day. Yeah, I have my pen on yeah. me. I always like yeah. that. No, but I got lucky, man, because I see, like, a lot of them drivers, they, man, they burn. Like, I do 200 miles a day, right? Damn. When I worked for Grapevine mm-hmm. that one time. Yeah. And for that fucking tire place. One one day of the tire place. So the tire place was in... <coughs> the tire place was off of 183 and George Bush. Mm-hmm. So it's like Irving, Las Colinas. Mm-hmm. So they sent me to fucking Lebanon, Wiley, Rockwall, and then like... Yeah, that's all the way then, Yeah, and then Saxy. Saxy. Right. And then back to the warehouse over there in Irving. That's way. So I did 380 far. miles that day. Bro. In one day. In one day. Not bad, yeah. Right? I bet you did. So normally, like on a like a normal day, you do anywhere from 300 to 20, 300 to 320 miles, bro. Right? You? But I only do 200 miles a day. Now. Where yeah, right I do. For the wheel car. So I got lucky, bro. I like it. Because I don't burn that much gas as much as I used to. And you don't work weekends no more. No weekends. And you're making more bread. I'm making more money. I got like a $3 raise. Fuck, oh, man. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's just... It's like blessings in disguise, but... It's crazy because I've been... Like, forever, bro. Ever. I've been looking for a job, like... Just to have weekends off like I was like man I'd go leave my job for the same amount of money just to have weekends off I might even take a dollar pay cut to have weekends just off just have weekends off mm-hmm. you know and it's crazy how it turned out because now I got that truck badass new truck 2020 uh, it's a Silverado it's a full that's right Silverado and uh what about you ever thought about getting a small one for the for the work like a four banger, a little four, you know, since you're putting all the miles and no, because I be sometimes I be having like big stuff. Sometimes you're gonna need a big, I be, like I've had hoods, big hood, mm-hmm. uh, windshield bumpers, bed liner. I had a bed liner the other day that bitch hung out longer than my bed. I had to fucking strap it down <laughs> all the way from Louisville with that mother. Well, that's fucking legit, way. Man, it's I just, like it because because I don't work hard, bro. I just all I have to do is make sure I have everything I'm supposed to have when I leave and pick it up, mm-hmm. and then I have to make sure they check it when I get there. And then if I drop off anything, I just make sure I don't forget it when I leave. Everything. That's the important part. Make don't sure. forget nothing. Mm-hmm. That's it, bro. It's fucking easy as fuck, bro. I just be jamming out, fucking radio, full blast, Bluetooth, <laughs> Pandora, fucking vape. You, listen to, you gotta listen to your podcast. Drinking the Ketos, drinking water. Be uh, play water, all day, yeah. jam like a motherfucker. Hey, but you know what? I've been fasting. I've been fasting a lot. Fasting? Yeah, a lot, bro. So you eat once a day or what? Yeah, I've been eating for like the last four days. I've been eating once a day, bro. Because uh, I, I was. Noticing like lunchtime was for me was like around two o'clock, but then I started like eating like a late lunch, right, like two thirty. Then I'd get home like three thirty, four o'clock, mm-hmm. and my wife be cooking dinner, so I'm eating at four thirty again. I was like, 
man, but when it's time to go to sleep at 10 o'clock, I'm fucking hungry, bro. You know, I'm like, mm -hmm. damn, I ate for dinner too early, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was eating real late. So I was like, man, I need to chill out on that. So I started uh, just drinking more water, like throughout the day. I, I had to stop for shit to use the restroom, but. So here in the last couple of days. Piss cup. Hey, hey, the last hey, couple hey. days, I've been fucking going all day without eating anything. That's a that's one so, of the things about when you drive around town all day. Well, you know, it depends how busy you drive, but it's easy to. It, it's a mind thing, like to pull over and let me get some yeah, of the drive-through. But it's also easy to say, Nah, I'm good. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't eat all day. If if I eat something, it's very rare. But if I eat something, it might be like a bag of like pork rinds or or a beef jerk. You know, something with protein with no carbs, something like that. That's it. You know, and some some zero Coke Zero, whatever. So all day, I'm fasting all day. I don't eat breakfast, nothing. And then I don't eat till I'm done running or whatever until like nine o'clock at night. Yeah. So that's good. Eating once a day is good. You're gonna you'll see that you'll start you'll see a, a huge difference because the body is gonna is not used to just eating once a day. So it's gonna start reacting different it's gonna start burning off a bunch of extra calories and shit like that you know yeah i'm gonna have to try to get back on it man i fell off so i have to get back on it yeah man i've been acting a fool actually past couple months way i just turned it up a little bit it's the but i mean that shit's just like i run every i mean i run at least five times a week probably so that shit stays. I just keep at it. But the food stuff, I'm so used to it. I'm so used to already eating like low carb already, you know, because I've been doing it for so long. I'm so used to eating once a day, you know, because, you know, nigga done it forever now. But it's good, man. Damn, dog. So it feels good, man. And I'm glad, too, though, that, you know, that, that you said, fuck y'all, you know? Man, no, I mean, you know, so we gotta take a stand sometimes <coughs> you know too, what, bro? dude. For real. Yeah, and, and what's crazy is I've never like, I've never, I've always, I'm, I'm like a real loyal person for some reason, and I've always been the type that never like, could quit or walk out on a job. Just never have. And for some reason, I just felt like I had to. Like, I was like, man, I can't, I can't let them fucking like try to fucking bully me and shit. Like they're bullying me. Like now nah, you're gonna work for this amount. No, we ain't gonna send you your help, and or if you, you know, if you want your job, type. You know, nah, man, I don't work like that. I've been waiting for this fucking opportunity for too long. Y'all gonna have to fucking pay me. Because mama didn't raise no fool. Shit, show me the money. I, I know what I can do. I would have had that store jumping. But you're gonna have to pay me to get that. You know what I'm saying? You ain't finna get, you ain't finna get, you know, nothing extra out of me. You ain't trying to give me nothing extra. Yeah. It just, I don't know, man. But that's the way corporate is, you know. They'll bring in some babozo, they'll pay him a little bit right less now. than they were going to pay me. Mm. And he'll fucking break his back just, just so, to have the title. So the manager that they fired, he, that was your guy? Like, y'all were cool? He was... Yeah, so we we both been at that store 13 years. So see, so let's say, for instance, if none of that other shit would have happened and they wouldn't have fired him, that was your guy, and when he would have been on his way out, he would have said, right here. But the way things happened, they 
cut his throat real quick, mm-hmm. and he had no say in anything. And Corbett yeah. don't give a shit. You're yeah, just, so, you're just so the next guy in line. I was told that I was the, I was, you know, I was in charge for now. That's what I was told. Yeah. So they could have brought in another manager. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, they they probably could have brought. Why come one of them branch managers like, couldn't man, come in? That's why I was like, man, I don't know, man. It just didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Nothing felt right at all. Like like they, like I don't know, man. Like like I felt like I might not even get that store. You know, I, I just I don't know. Like it was, man, it just felt like, everything felt wrong. Like you know how when you have that feeling, like it just all felt wrong. Well, maybe the. That moment is just supposed to happen that way. I guess you know? it was, bro. It, it was a game. test because it was a test of whether you're going to just submit to the bullshit. Yeah. And, you know, for, for and who God knows, even if they're going to give you the storm. Yeah. You know? Because, by the way, they didn't sound like they were going to by, by these initial conversations you had. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that moment, dude. And then I was thinking, too, because, look, you know, we're from the hood. Everybody knows that. That's that. And the hustle part, you know what I'm saying? You know, learn, now you're learning this movida over here, this delivery, this hot shot system, whatever. Once you start learning the inside details at some point, what's going to stop you from getting your own contracts? Hiring a couple trucks, having a couple trucks. You know what I'm saying? Shit, nigga, that's how it is, but it's all up right here. It's it's up to how we do it. You know how you do it in the vision, you know? If you just stay there, Somebody stay wherever in a job in a corporate dead end whatever if you're if you're if you're good there and everything's fine. But good. It was a uh, you know it was it was getting crazy at the pawn shop like the last few years like you know the people that had even been living there their whole life started to move away like you know when people that you know live in that hood forever they 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 move out. When they say it's, yeah, it's getting bad, it's getting real bad, and they're moving out, bro. That's something. You know, it's, it's telling something, and and they would, uh, you know, here at the at the end, you know, it was getting crazy at the pawn shop. I mean, people were, you know, on the, on the edge. You know, everybody was on the edge over there. It was like, you know, everybody had them, their pistol on them. You know, it was like, motherfuckers were just waiting. Like, you know, everybody just mad dogging each other. You know, it was like. It's just like wow, wow, wish, yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's on. Okay, so it's in South Dallas by the Fair Park somewhere. Yeah. Off of where or what? Like Second Avenue and uh, Ellis Faye Higgins. Now it used to be Hatcher. So it's it's yeah. a, it's hood. Straight hood. <laughs> what kind of shit happened? Huh? Hold on. Let me look at the time. Yeah, we, we got time. What kind of give a couple stories, dog? Like you said she was getting crazy. What kind of crazy shit have you seen well, out there? Uh, well, uh, so I guess it was probably about, maybe about a little over a year ago, maybe about a year and a half ago, this one situation that when I was telling you about, about the man trying to kill his son. So, so we're closing up, we close at 6, we usually leave about 6.45, it takes us about 30 minutes to wrap everything up before we leave, right? So I'm closing up the store, and my co-worker... You know, we always go check on our cars because we have to drop the gate. So we can't see our cars, like, real good because of that. Mm-hmm. And they be breaking in cars around there. So we used to, like, have to check on our cars. We would go look out the door just to look real mm-hmm. quick, right? Well, he went to look, right? And he told me, hey, Art, come check this out. He's like, damn, man, this this dude's beating the shit out of his girl. He says like that, right? Mm-hmm. 
So I'm like, what the fuck? So I go to the door and I look, and there's this, this Mexican dude beating up his, his chick. He beating her ass, bro, right there in the parking lot. But it's way across the parking lot, like on the far end by the street. So uh-huh. it's been good 50 yards away from me. Uh-huh. Well, I see this car pull over and pull up. Dude gets off. And he's telling the man, chill out, chill out, man. So he's trying to help him. Well, he's trying to help the lady. But when he lets, when he finally lets the lady go, because he, he got her by the hair, he lets go with one hand and he's still holding her. He grabs his... The son, the lady got behind him. He's like maybe about five years old, four years old. The man grabs him by the hair and starts pulling him. And the lady's like fighting, fighting that fool for the little boy. So then he starts yelling, mi, mi niño va con el pastor, mi niño va con el pastor. And he just kept saying it over and over. He was yelling it like that. So I was like, so at first, I didn't know. Did, okay, before, I'm on my back. Before that, I'm still at the door. But when I see him grab that kid by the hair, I don't know what's going on. I thought he was trying to kidnap the little boy. So I started running over there. And that's when that guy had already got off the car and started trying to help the lady. Mm-hmm. So I started running full sprint over there. So me and that guy start wrestling. And he's yelling that, that his son's going the guy to the uh-huh. So he, we get the son free. Mm-hmm. And the guy, me and the guy start wrestling. We pin him up against the car. He's a big dude, bro. And he's on some shit. He's on something. I don't know what he's on, but he's pumped up. Probably some coke or something. Well, we get the lady free, too. But he won't let that lady go from her hair. So we finally get him loose. Homeboy starts starts choking. The other dude starts choking him out while I'm holding him. Like a a straight choke out? Yeah, choking. I was like, no, I don't. Because he started swinging on us. That's fine. Yeah, man. so he started swinging on us, and I let him go. Uh-huh. But the lady had already got in the car. We're telling her drive off, drive off. She will not drive off, bro. So he's like punching the shit out the windows, but none of them break. He's just rocking that truck, rocking it. Boom, boom, hitting it hard, bro. Anybody call the law, and, and, and bro, this is going on for a long ass time. Oh yeah, I can. So he's, yeah, man, this should, so you've been he's, talking so, about yeah, it for so about ten standing, minutes already. So he's standing. <laughs> so he's, Lighter? Yeah. Yeah, actually, I do. So he's. Uh... I don't care what he said about you. You're alright. <laughs> ah, man, no problem. Right yes, there. Go for it. So, yeah, so 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 he's standing on top of the hood, and now he's over there banging. And what y'all do? Just kind of back up at no, that so point. We're telling her to drive off, right? So I tell him, "Hey, man, chill out, man. The cops are coming, man. Tell them your son's watching you, dude. I'm telling them, y'all, chill out, man. Calm down." So he's still fucking acting a fool. Well, then he fucking starts punching a window again. Boom, right there where the lady's driving. The driver's side. And then he starts punching. Give me my son. Give me my son. And he's, the son's going to meet God. He keeps saying it over and over. But he's punching the back window by the sun. Well, by this time, there's like 30, 40 people pulled over in the parking lot. Like, that's a crowd. Like, traffic stopped and everything. Nobody's driving at the intersection. He done stopped all traffic because everybody's like, what the fuck's fucking going on? Boom, boom, so I tell them some dudes coming up. There's a bunch of dudes walking up. What's going on, man? Like, they're just trying to see what's going on, right? Like, hey, man, that dude's trying to kill his son. He's like, what? What the fuck? So they all start charging that fool. What's up, man? Hold on, hold on. So they start wrestling. Them. So, hey, what's up with the whole... No, oh, we're doing a little podcast. Oh, all right. Hey, yeah. How are y'all? Say what's up go? to uh, the world. 
What's up to the world? <laughs> y'all having a good time? Yeah. All right, good. From Shreveport. Where are y'all from? Right on. Okay. Right, right here in Dallas, Texas. Texas. Yes, sir. Shreveport, Margaritaville. That's it. They took a lot of my money last time. So them dudes, a bunch of dudes showed up. Yeah, and they started like roughing him up, but he still didn't want to leave. Like Tingazo? Yeah, but man, bro, it was crazy because, man, he grabbed that little boy, and he was trying to snap his neck. Bro. He, he had it. Man, he was, why didn't you he, rock this world, he dude? Was twi- we were already wrestling. Y'all were him. trying. We were holding him. Big dude. That's what stopped him. He was. That nigga didn't put him to sleep. Yeah, we were choking him, him out and everything. Man, he was on some shit, bro. And it was just me and another dude. Jesus and he God. was he was big, bro. He like worked construction. That fool was huge. And his hands were like rock hard, bro. Oh. And he was over there trying to snap that little boy. Man, I don't know how he didn't break the windows on that truck. He was rocking that motherfucker. Boom. God damn. Boom. Imagine. You should have yeah. just hold him up, fool. I know. I didn't have no <laughs> pistol. But, that. <laughs> but he started swinging, and I fucking had to take him down in one leg. Hey. One leg submission dude, style. Actually, so they say uh, that um, those are the most dangerous, you know, when a, it's a, a, what is it called? A, when the man and woman, when a wife and husband are fighting or whatever, that's the most dangerous time for anybody to step in because, especially the man, whatever, mm-hmm. ain't no, and then you, you yeah, get in. Yeah, it's none of our business. Mm-hmm. It really isn't. But, but when it I, gets to a, it, there's when a I line. When I saw the little boy mm-hmm. involved. When it gets to a line, like, he's hitting the he woman. He was beating up his wife, bro. It pissed me that, off. That, right there, that, that made me open the door. That's good enough. And then when the, the guy pulled over and started trying to help, he grabbed the little boy and like lifted him off the ground by his hair, bro. Mm-hmm. Little boy pulled him by his hair like a dog. Lifted him up off the ground, bro. And then that's when homeboy started. That's when I ran over there. I was like, what the So as fuck? far as you were, what, what was the last thing that happened there? So cops showed the up. Cops showed, showed up. Arrested his ass? Yeah, they were, they got him down off the hood and they arrested him. Did they him. have to rock his world? Nah, he, 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 ah, he complied. He complied. He was straight. Because you know? he was all talking about the pastor. Yeah. Now like you trying to take his kid to the church or something. Yeah, that's what he said. Man, it was crazy, mm, bro. Fuck that nigga. But like, okay, that was a year and a half ago. <laughs> and like... What, a month before that, motherfucker put out a pistol on me for a fucking ring. Inside the store? Inside the store for a $1,200 ring. Like how? So he wants to see a ring, right? And I see he's on some shit. So I said, man, you need ID. So he got his homo with him. Man, show me ID, bro. This motherfucker bullshit. Like, he's talking shit to me. This nigga bullshit. Man, I show him the ring. He puts it on. He's like, oh, oh man, this bitch is nice, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, come on, man. So I kind of, like, grab it from him, and I take it back. I put it back. I give homeboy's ID back. He don't leave right away. He kind of stands there. Hey, man, I want to buy it. I said, man, this motherfucker going to try to run with it. So he wants me to pull the ring out again. I said, I can't pull it out, man. Where's your ID? Man, give me your ID again, bro. He tells homeboy like that. So I get the ID. When homeboy gets the ring, he puts it on. And this time, he's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So he starts pulling out some money. You know, I probably got like $400. The ring's 1200 Yeah. So when he did that, I already knew what he was up to. He was high as fuck. He was on that water, I think. Y'all got locks on the door? The no, automatic lock? don't have locks. Ah, so, 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 he, so, he, so he has that ring on, and I'm like, all right, man, come on. Give it to me. Let's go. No, man, I'm finna buy it. I said, all right, well, come on. Give me the money. But let me hold the ring real quick while you count the money. No, man, no. Hold up, man. Hold up. 
So I reach for the ring and I like kind of grip it while it, it's on his finger, right? Mm-hmm. And I and when I grip it, he jerks away. He says, "Hey man," he said, "Don't don't don't reach for it again." He tells me like that. I said, "Come on, man, quit playing around." So I reach for it. He's like, "I ain't fucking playing." Well, he fucking pulls out a pistol. And he shows it to me, bro. Mm-hmm. Like he he uh, had it in his pocket, and he lifts it up with his hand on the grip, and he shows me the grip and the top of that bitch. Yeah, the chrome four or five or something. And he fucking shows it to me. He's like, man, don't reach for this bitch again. He tells me like that. So I'm like, all right, man, whatever. I just tell him like that. So I lock the case. I keep homeboy's ID. So I said, come on, man. What you going to do? You going to pay for it or what you going to do? Like, nah, man, it's my shit. It's my shit, nigga. He tells me like that. I said, all right, man, it's yours. Go for it. You good? So I tell him like that. I ain't going to stop it. So he, like, walks out with that bitch, bro. Right? Mm-hmm. So I call the cops. all I can do. It's a Disney guy who yeah, stole it. Yeah, the cops don't even come. What? Because it's under 1500 Motherfuckers. They, they said that they can't do nothing about it. It's just a, it's a misdemeanor or some shit. I said, but he had a gun. Pulled out a gun on me. Yeah, that's fucking... Uh, that's like armed robbery. Yeah, that's felony shit. Yeah, but they can't come out. Fucking bullshit. I was like, man, man, see what I'm saying? All right, well, you know what? We need to take a break because we need some ice. I need to get some ice. Y'all hold tight and we'll see y'all in a little bit. This is Thesis. Alright, we're back here. Had to get a little ice because uh, we ran out of uh, ice from my little drink here. But what we're drinking, Vegas Bomb, right? That's your shit. Yeah, Vegas Bomb. What's that like? Uh, what, do you, what does it have in it? So it's uh, the liquor is. Uh, Crown, Malibu, peach schnapps. Oh, damn. And then you add Red Bull. I prefer sugar-free. A little bit of Red Bull. Just a little bit. I don't put a lot. Just a little bit. So, so most of this is is alcohol. Most of it is alcohol. <laughs> so, if you're looking at this water bottle. Okay. How much of it is Red Bull? Okay. About that much right there? So, see where this drop is right here? Yeah. That's where the liquor was. Uh-huh. And the Red Bull I put to the lime so product. So all of this was liquor? Yeah. All the different mixes? And yeah. then that? So about 70, 30? Just a pinch. Yeah. About 30% Red Bull, 70% liquor? Yeah, two, oh, but two it's to so, one. But, but it's three liquors. Three so it's di- strong. Yeah, it tastes fucking good, though. Yeah, wow. it goes I, down like nothing. Shit, dude. No wonder you like them hoes. I didn't know yeah. how to make them. Me and my wife, we fucking know. Yeah. And you always, you always carry... The, what I do the necessities. I pre-mix it. So I get the big bo- bottle of Malibu. After I use it and it's empty, I uh-huh. keep it. And I put it, uh, I pre-make it. So I pour it in there. So I get my crown, so I get a bottle. So I put a third of crown, a third of Malibu, a third of peach stuff. Pour it in the bottle. Uh-huh. And then I keep mixing it over and over until I fill the bottle up. So that's how I so, give me a big jug of it. Oh, oh. Oh, of the liquor part. Yeah. And now, now all you need is the Red, red Bull, Bull part. So bit. over here, so it'll be like, bloop, 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 yeah. and then two to one. Yeah. One third, whatever. Yeah, ah. so I got my Red Bull. I got my pre- Vegas bomb already pre-mixed already. Yeah. <laughs> you going to take that out of the casino? Yeah, yeah. Sunday. Also, we're going to the casino on Sunday because... Just because motherfuckers can. Yeah. Oh yeah, tomorrow. Because niggas can. So we're taking uh, uh, Dean 
and it's going with his wife and 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 flagging his wife and I'm tagging along, and uh, we'll see. What if uh, I hit the big one? Shit, uh, hopefully somebody <laughs> hits. Hey, so uh, my, my I know my my homeboy Scott uh, Scott tells me all the time. He said because he hit he hits jackpots a bunch of times. You know he's hit mm-hmm. twenty thousand and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And he says, cash out. And he says get. He told me which amount. He says. Get a certain amount of cash when they tell you how you want it. He said, get a certain amount of cash and then get a certain amount cashier's check. Like half and half or something. And I don't know why he explained it about the taxes or some shit. But he says, that when you do it this way, <clears throat> make things easier. So I don't know. What the fuck? You never hit nothing big like that? No, oh, no, no. Right? You, you said like not, about it. Not that much. but I mean, Like a thousand shit type yeah, shit. Yeah, I've, I've hit a couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... The most I won on the slot machines, uh, well, on one slot was, I guess, I hit the Progressive, which was the second jackpot, not the the main one, the second one, $1,287. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. Day before my birthday. Oh, yeah, that was a big fucking badass fucking fucking... $1,287. That was a big badass fucking uh, story you were telling us last time. Yeah, not to mention I hit, like, on three other slot machines after that. (coughs) Different ones. (coughs) Same game, just a different location. You had moved around. Yeah. Do they have... Is everything digital or do they have the wheel kind also? Some they old. Got the, they got the real kind, they got the digital, they got a little bit of everything. And, and each, you can see, I ain't played slot, I don't know slot machines, so does each one have a jackpot type thing? Like, hey, this yeah. one, if you hit jackpot, yeah. it has a, they got it tells up, you right yeah, there. Yeah, most of them have it right on time, like the progressive pot. It'll be like two or three yeah, different ones. Yeah, because they might have been playing that, nobody might have hit it all week. And that's what I was going to ask, so... The so higher that number hit. means no nobody's hit. Yeah, but see, the thing is, so for instance, on that one when I hit, if I would have did the max bet, I would have hit the big pot. Oh. So I hit, so so there's that. So you won the 1,200, but if you would have max off of, off of, of the second. If you would have max bet, you would have hit the, the big one, which is which like 14,000. That's what they did. That's where the difference comes in. Yeah, because there's so these lines. It's a like, penny slot. It's, it's a like these lines, right? Yeah. So it's if a you didn't do max bet and you didn't get this slice, I mean this angle over yeah. here, whatever. So it's a penny slot, right? The minimum bet's eighty cents. The max bet's eight dollars. Oh. So I play the the second to the lowest, which is a dollar seventy six. That's bet. right. So for some reason, it pays out on that machine with that bet. Because I've played that machine so many times there, and I've always bet that same amount, and I've won like, like the last seven times in a row over there. Like just crazy, like, like different times. It all started like a, it start, it all started when about the Cowboys played like their second game last year, of the season. I hit over there like three hundred and eighty dollars first, and then. We went back like a month later, and I hit like 680 on the slot machine, and cashed out 900 on the poker poker table. Mm-hmm. And then it's just crazy, bro. Like I win star, I, I do good at win star. There's no poker right now, but I want to go try my luck on slots, cause we went to Destin like a month ago, and on the way back we stopped at Shreveport, and we stayed at Margarita. Oh man. yeah, yeah. Man, fucking 
Hampton went shit. We went to the Horseshoe too. Horseshoe Casino across the street. Boo boo. went shit there. He went lost left and right on all the stops. Mm. And roulette. Lost like a hundred. Even... I got up on roulette, but I didn't walk away. I started with a hundred dollars. I got up to two fifty. I fed it all back. Like back. After thirty minutes went by, ah. I didn't have shit. I it's a quick double. I'm going to stay. like $20. Oh, <laughs> hey, you know, right? If you would have write quick double. Yeah. You a quick double up and then you, you bounce out and then you're good to That's go. Wait, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Sure. It's the, um, yeah, so that would have been, that would have been the ideal thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's one thing I learned uh, about Vegas. You have to kind of hit and run on some games, like roulette and uh, stuff like that. Like even the even the even the uh, the slot machines, bro. If you if you hit and you stay there too long, you'll pay that whole amount back. So so I you gotta move around. You gotta yeah. know, yeah. So that's why I take like a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars. Like I'll take two hundred bucks. I'll play like 40 bucks on that machine. If I don't win nothing, I'm going to cash out and go to the next machine and so forth and keep going until I finally hit one of them motherfuckers. Because one of them, bro, one day it took me like, so after I had had all that luck, right, we went to Mardi Gras. And I came, we came back and I was off still. I was still on vacation when we came back. And, uh. I wanted to go to Windstar. Oh, it's like, you already used all your luck. You don't need to be going over there. Yeah, fuck that. I'm going. So I didn't win shit on poker. I bought in a, I bought in a hundred, got up to like 200, and I ended up cashing out with a hundred dollars. I broke even, right? Poker. I go play slots, uh, and I hit three times, but very little. But I made some money, though. Mm-hmm. I made like 300 bucks. Yeah, no problem. So yeah, I, uh, you know, I hit like 116 on one, 140 on the other, and then like 128 on the other one. So I cashed out like 386 or something like that, bro. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I was still good. That was the only bad time I had at Windstar here recently. But all the times before, bro, oh my God. I mean, I've been so hot on those slides. I can't wait to go, bro. I'm not gonna be able to sleep. I ain't gonna be able to sleep tonight. What? That's how, that's how eager I am. Dude. I should have brought some fucking edibles. Yeah. Son of a bitch. But tomorrow, I'm rolling, so I don't know what you You want me to bring some? Oh, wait. Well, I mean, so you can, we're gonna take them before we get, you know. Or I can mix them up with some other candy bags yeah, or something. Yeah, bring them. With no flour. We, know we ain't taking no flour, right? Yeah, yeah, I'll take what? them from Yeah? No. Oh, but for, not for, uh, the, not nah, for the parking lot, Chief. No, 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 no. For the way up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right when we pass, we have to pass Valley View. Once we pass Valley View, we're doing. You know where that Loves is? Out there after Denton, there's a Loves. Oh. You know, there's like a Gainesville, like an outlet. Uh, you know what? I ain't been up you that way. You remember, uh, remember going that way? I mean, it's been a minute. <laughs> Man, you remember no It's been a minute. Truckers a minute. 101. <laughs> Moms is looking for <laughs> you. Where you at, motherfucker? Where you at? 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 Where you at?
And he goes, let's go to see the girl. <laughs> see bitch. <laughs> we took like 20 hours. This shit. Extra. Nah, we took like 10 hours extra. Because <laughs> the nigga wanted to watch the beach yeah, and shit. Yeah, we drove across and we drove down the ocean for like four hours, This bro. fucking guy, so... Down back in US the day, 90, like back, the dumbass, back in the day, we drove for our homeboy. Had a kind of a hot shot, but car delivery, and uh, we drove to I think it was Mobile, Alabama, right? Jackson, Mississippi, yeah. Mobile. Alabama. We had a triangle. We had to go to Mobile, then we went to Jackson. Or oh, we, we, had, we had to go to Jackson first. First, all right. Then mm-hmm. Mobile, and then we had Come to back. swing back to Dallas. So we're in Alabama, and then this nigga says, "Let's go to scenic hey, route." Hey, hey. Hey, well, hold on. This is like 2005, 2008, something like that. Somewhere in there. So there was no Google Maps on your phone. No, we were using Books. Yeah, yeah Maps Mapsco. Remember that? We were using Mapsco. And the cell the, the reception was shit yeah, back then. Yeah, yeah. And we're talking about driving in the woods. Not woods, but I mean, you're so, in the boonies. We would have to map out our route sometimes, like, when we would Which, get out there, because you get on fucking the main freeway, I-10, and it shut down. What do you do? Yeah. So we would have to be known. We would have to know what freeways we were we going. We didn't have no Garmin or nothing in them whole no. uh-uh. Fuck. So I remember <laughs> that time. I said, man, we can come down US-90 on the way back and drive next to the ocean. So, we were like, fuck it. Let's do it. Hey, so... So that now US ninety, I that was I had never been on it, and literally you're looking to the ocean is on the side of the fucking yeah. freeway, you know. I mean yeah. you're off about I don't know a mile away from the whatever, but you see the all the freaking way we drove in through Biloxi. Yeah, Biloxi. Oh, oh, and off in the distance in the Gulf, we saw Katrina coming. Yeah. That was when Katrina was still yeah. way out there. Yeah, it was like a week away yeah. or a couple of days away from coming. Hey, but, uh, so... We went through New Orleans before it got fucked up. Yeah, and Biloxi, we went right through there before that. Big shot tore up. Yeah. But that trip was crazy because... What's that right there? I think it's called the Rockport? Something like that? I think it's called Rockport. It's like... Between Biloxi and New Orleans. Mm. So... It was kind of fishy, because you said, what was the first stop? What was, you said we went to? Jackson, Mississippi. It was Yazoo, Mississippi. That was Jackson. that back road at that mechanic shop where we Dude, left the fucking... this trip was fishy, because there was some... <laughs> we would normally pick up brand new cars from, park, you know, from brand new dealerships, but this time we had the two-car hauler, and there was an old-ass, raggedy-ass car up there. Okay. But look, this is truckers one-on-one, okay? If you got two cars, right, it's common sense. The one you're dropping off first, you put on the back. The one you're dropping off second, you put in the front. It's common sense, right? That way you don't have to move the other car. But why did they tell us to put the other car in front and don't pull it off until (laughs) we drop it off? Make sure we leave the other car hey, parked behind it. Man, I know it was some bullshit. And the back car was an Escalade. Or some it was shit an like Escalade, that. and we had a fucking 97 Explorer. Dude, I swear, the spot was so shady. It was some back lot, boonies. It was nighttime. I don't even know what. We ended Just up show showing up. up like at midnight over there, dropping off that I told you, dude, look, as soon as I pull this one off, you pull the other one off, and I'm going to... Or one of the... 
as soon as we switch, drive that escalator up, like, we're going to lift yeah. the ramps up real quick. Yeah, because they uh, fucking jacked us for that escalator. We were in the, in the middle of nowhere. Escalade. Yeah. They could have just, yeah. good night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then. Trailers, <laughs> escalators. So, so, I mean, come on. Everybody know. Well, I don't know. Should we tell them some of that other? <laughs> we, <laughs> we had a good time. Let's put it that way on the road. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, hey, we're young yeah. and we're, we're partying. And, I yeah, mean, partying, kukai style. Hey, we're, we're, we're feeling good on the road. <laughs> we got in trouble because we took the scenic route. So moms, we call moms was boss lady. So we were supposed to be napping in between. Yeah, driving. I was. Yeah, <laughs> one nigga was supposed to be driving while the other one sleeps, so we can make good time. Man, we were partying at the same time. Yeah, so we both never took a nap. <laughs> so at like, so at like six in the morning, we're like, man, let's pull over, fuck this shit. <laughs> I think we're like in Lafayette or something like that. We're about, we're in fucking Lafayette or something. We crashed. Baton Rouge, one of those. We crashed the fuck <laughs> so out. So we're like, man, fuck that. Let's just sleep for like two hours. But we ended up waking like nine o'clock. So 10 o'clock, we're on the road already, right? Uh, well, 11, they're calling for us looking where we're at. They, they wanted us there when they fucking opened or some bullshit. So 12 o'clock, we're fucking far away. And they're like, we need the car there already. The customer's going to cancel the car. Fuck. Oh, man, we were fucking... It was so funny. We didn't get that car there till about 4 o'clock that day. Because we were all the way fucking still by fucking... We were like two hours from New Orleans. Hey, we would have took like I-20 or something. Yeah, so <laughs> we get on 20, we went US-90. And the fucking... It was like... Uh, speed limit was 35. There was like a shitload of red lights. Like every fucking 30 yards was a red light. Like, yeah. It took us... It took us like five hours to go two hours. Then we would have got on the interstate. <laughs> But see, but see, we were partying a little too hard. We didn't give a fuck. Dude, I'm surprised we, I'm surprised we fucking made it, away. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's why I'm glad I didn't go to sleep because I think I was going to take a nap while you were driving. And I looked over, <laughs> and I looked over at you, and I'm asleep, right? And I wake up. I look over at you, you're driving, you're fucking asleep. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I kind of just wait to see how long you kept your eyes closed. This motherfucker's eyes closed for a while. Like, what the fuck is going on, bro? So I said, pull over. Nah, I'm good. So I'm like, man, I close my eyes again. <laughs> and I look over after I open my eyes. This motherfucker's eyes are closed, too. What the fuck? I think you said if I close, if I go to sleep, we're dead. God damn. Yeah, fuck that pullover, bro. Dude, dude, I was. How the fuck I'm asleep? I wake up and he's asleep and he's driving. Man, like straight up, you know a nigga straight up. I nigga, I close this shit. What the fuck? Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, God. We both asleep, but you joking. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> that was the best trip though, way. Oh, uh, dude, honestly, out of yeah. all the trips we took, that was the most memorable yeah, one. Yeah, was. We were if y'all only knew, like, we ain't getting into detail because it's too graphic. <laughs> it's too crazy. But if y'all only knew how hard we were partying on the road, I mean, we were moving violations. Like, we were a fucking moving felony niggas. <laughs> <laughs> state lines and shit. Oh, damn, boy. But that was the best. That was the best. You know what? Uh, I took Fabian with me one time too, eh? For the same reason, like, hey, well, help me out, or no, I think I did. I just didn't want to go alone, and I told him, I'll break you off. Just go with me. <laughs> you know that nigga Chuck will get sleepy on the road, <laughs> and he says, he says we were driving, and the same thing that you. He said I looked over at you. <laughs> he said, but hold on, I wasn't asleep. Uh, he said, you look like Corky. <laughs> Corky from that show, nigga. It's a little retarded kid. Nick Corky. And he said, I said, what do you mean? He said, I licked over and you were like. <laughs> he said, you had this lick on your face. <laughs> like, you look like a monkey. <laughs> oh, dude. That nigga said, I look like Corky, way. Oh, man. I used to swear away because I was passing out, wave. That's why I had to drink coffee like a motherfucker. Cause I mean, I'll be swerving, nigga. With the two staller, one time I hit something. <laughs> I was like, boom. And but it was an empty road. I, it must have been a street cone or something. <laughs> it must have been one of them construction signs, dude. It was in the middle of nowhere. I didn't see shit, dude. I just remember it woke me up. <laughs> Stupid ass nigga. That shit was fun. Oh wait, I was gonna th- I was gonna ask. So back in the day, I mean, you know, it's the um, we all similar, right? You know, we all did our thing and shit back in the day. Cause so for the folks out there, so I've known I've known Flock since he was like. 12 or something, so it's been a minute, you know, damn, how, how many, how old are you now? 17 years. <coughs> it's been 17 years? 39. For real? That's more than 17 years. 27? 27 years. 27 years, yeah. Damn. Damn, dude. But uh, back in the day, wait, um, like you were moving some Highland shit too, right, back in the day? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Lexo time back in Lexo when you had the Lexus. That was the time frame. Yeah, shit. I remember. So I had got fired from my job. So I had got like a. I had I had a, sold my stocks that I had from the job that I was at for like four years. So I sold my stocks and I got like. I don't know, maybe a little bit less than a thousand dollars, maybe like nine hundred or something dollars. So the nine hundred and something, I bought me two elbows, two pounds. Ah shit! You said you're gonna flip them over. Broke them down, broke them down into dimes and ounces. You know what I'm saying? Well, before you knew it, I 
turned them two bows into four bows. The four bows into a 20 pack. And then shit, that 20 pack. Next time that little 20 pack turned into a 20 pack, a little, a little, a little half a big. And shit, the rest is a little, little bit of drain. Just shit like that, it's calm. Yeah, I used to. The only thing I, shit, I fucking fucked off all my money. I didn't really do shit, but go. I went on trips. Man, I ain't got shit to show for that money, bro. I fucked it all up. I partied like a motherfucker, bro. Used to pull up at DMX like a bozo. Fucking $100, $150 to park right in front, man. Then another hundred to skip the line. Just clowning, right? Yeah, just, just I just spent three bills before I even walked. <laughs> before I even walked. What the fuck, nigga? Skip the whole line. There's a fucking line wrapped around the building. Yeah, I'll pay a hundred dollars. See, Wayne? Walk right up like nothing. Yeah. Ain't no line over here. Pull, pull up right in front. Hundred fifty. Mm. I used to have to pull a little bit, bro. But no, bro. You know what's crazy is, like, I had way more money than I've ever had at that point. Even though I didn't know what to do with it, I didn't know shit, right? I just wanted to get fucked up and party and have a good time, like every day of the week, right? Because I didn't have a job. That's what, that was my job. Mm-hmm. My job was to fucking slay that shit. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? At the party, everybody was partying, right? I had that shit on me. So the party never stopped, bro, because I was there. So not only was I partying with the partiers, I was making money. So I was supplying the party and partying with the party. So the party never stopped, bro. See what I'm saying? So we partied every day of the week. It didn't matter what day of the week it was. You know? We just making money. Yeah. So, so I never slept good, though, at night. Never slept good, bro. Like, I always had, like, like where I couldn't sleep, you know, just, like, for whatever reason, you know, just knowing that I wasn't legit. I could never sleep, bro. I never slept good. I would wake up, like, every two hours and look out the window. And you know what's crazy? Is I lived in Grand Perry for, like, five years, right? Well, tell me why, like, once a week I did that. Like, I did it every night. You know, if I went to sleep at midnight, I woke up at 2, 4 a.m. and looked out the window both those times, right? And tell me why at least once a week, when I did that, every night, there would be a cop parked outside my house. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for real. Grand Perry Law. So, it was crazy, but they never fucked with me. They never pulled me out of nothing. But they used to park outside in front of my house, bro. Maybe he was banging the neighbor or something. I don't know, but... Could have been. <laughs> Damn, dude. But, bro, I remember we did one stupid ass show. We went to Shreveport. We took 20 bowls of Shreveport. We fucking wrapped them up, put them inside the speaker box. Took one of the speakers out. It was a two speaker box. We took one of them out, left one in there. <laughs> put a big ass brick in there. Drove it to Shreveport. My boy, Lexo Suburban, we followed him in my Lexus. Went out there. We were supposed to sell those bows in like two days, right? Well, tell me why them whole, we were there for a week trying to get rid of them motherfuckers. 
But what was crazy was the bows out there, out there, they were going for like seven fifty. We're selling them for seven fifty a pop. Mm-hmm. We got a twenty pack. Nigga, we're getting them for like three twenty five. Damn, but did, you, did y'all get rid of them after a week though? After a week, we finally got rid of them. But guess what? We we're paying like a hundred and twenty a night at the hotel. You make shit. So I make shit. I didn't make nothing. Then I paid for gas and food when I was there. I was there so many days I had to feed myself. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So Those type there. of things are supposed to be, hey, boom. Yeah. Boom. How that, that Johnny? That shit was the fucking stupidest shit ever. Cause I was like, man, not only that we fucking. Take a big ass chance going across the state lines and all that shit. Nigga, I didn't make a dollar off that shit. Bro, I lost. I, lost. <laughs> I promise you, I came out of pocket like $600 off that whole deal. Like, I lost about $600 in, in the whole deal because by me paying for food and the hotel, by the time I made any money, it was nothing. I didn't make nothing. I lost in the deal. I said, that shit was just something to do. I didn't make nothing off that shit. Like, man, that shit was stupid. And then on top of that, my cousin lost the plug because of that. Because we were doing good with the bows. But uh, hey, you took a y'all gone for a week. So one day, you know, we're hitting them up every two or three days. So it had been like four days. Mm -hmm. So he's wondering what the fuck. (laughs) Hey man, he's calling. Hey, you all right? Yeah, I'm good. You still got some of those bows? Yeah, I still got a few. I got quite a bit of them. Oh, I got somebody that needs some. Go ahead and bring them back. Bring like five or ten. And you didn't, you and didn't, he didn't know like, y'all were oh, over there. Oh, shit, I'm not out of town. What do you mean you're out of town? Where's my shit? You know, so it was crazy, bro. So he got cut off because of that. Damn, dog. If it would have been a quick thing, it would have been legit. Yeah. That's could have kept it bro. rolling, but it, it wasn't like that, bro. Some yeah. half-ass nigga over there on that side took a whole week to drop, to, to yeah, get. so he was driving him to, uh, to Monroe. From where y'all were yeah, at. Yeah, which is like an hour and a half from Shreveport. Son of a bitch. Yeah. So he was popping like three or four at a time. Oh, man. Like a 20 pack. So he was selling like three or four a day. When I used to get them loads from, well, well my homeboy Hector would get the loads, but then we'd go and pick up, you know, a hundred from him or something. Me and Lord, it would go and then, you know, break them down or whatever. Shit was crazy. One time we got jacked. But it wasn't even a jack move. It was, it was a fucking David Blaine nigga. This nigga's a stupid motherfucker, dog. And we should have known it. He was known for doing that shit. But you know, he was a homie that we grew up with and shit. So we pull up. You know, we had like I think eighty or ninety pounds. And uh, you know, he tells us, me, you know, meet me at my homeboy's house over here, was Dallas, wherever. So we pull up and then. We pull up in the backyard in the garage and then let's unload the shit and whatever. And we went inside. And then this nigga's like, yeah, my, my homeboy's gonna be here in a little bit or whatever. And then I'm gonna take a leak or something. And then, you know, and then, damn, where's this fool at? And then after, you know, nigga missing for a few minutes already or whatever, we go check the bathroom and the fuck, where's this nigga at? Looked around the house. What the fuck? Go to the back room over there by the garage where the Holly was at. Holly was gone, nigga. Nigga was gone, nowhere in sight. Yeah, went out the he, window. He used, and, and the house we were at was his homeboy's house. So he lied to his homeboy about, hey, I'm gonna I'm do something about the crib. Yeah, go ahead. 
and, and so we're there, and if somebody know what was happening on this side, you know what I'm saying? Man, dude. But the good thing is that dude, where we got the work from, is that we're, we're like, we're that we're super tight. He said, don't sweat. It's, you know, it's leakage. You know, he says, we, we expect shit to get lost. So I'll, I'll put that on, I'll put that on the list as shit that got lost. He says, but, but you gotta, you gotta tell me his name and you gotta at least try to find out where he lives and shit like that. All right. And he said, they won't handle it. Okay. So we got that information. We gave it to them and, you know, he wiped our, he wiped our deck clean and shit. 80 bowls, nigga. I was like, I don't know. Whatever it was back then. Oh. Yeah. yeah whatever probably like 30 grand or something. Mm. Do you know the story? You, I'm sure you do, eh? Of me, Max, and, and Tito? That one thing we did? No. Uh huh? No? Damn. Can't say it on the fucking air, but I'll tell you about it in a while. <laughs> it was fucking wild. I mean, just think about it, bro. Just think of them two guys, you know? They kind of work they used to put in work that they used to do yeah and you know i'm sure you can you can use your imagination but yeah back in the day but see that's the thing is that's when we were fucking you know knuckleheads and whatever you know looking for that easy money and shit like that yeah. like tim look what happened to tim because he's looking for easy money you know yeah. but shit now, with family, niggas grow up, niggas grow old, you know, and, and fucking start wising up a little bit. I mean, and, you know, you said something earlier, too. It's like nothing to show for all that bread, right? And that's the same thing that I hear over and over because that's the same thing I feel. That's the same thing Lorda thinks, you know, and everybody else who's who's been involved in, in, in moving holler, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is that, see, look, all this shit, and all we did was waste it, and we don't have nothing to show for, you know? The neighborhoods are blowing up now. We could have had fucking a block worth of houses type shit, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, that's the mindset. The rap songs don't tell you about investing in a house, you know? You want that fat-ass chain. <coughs> you want to be drinking. You want to park in front of the club Everybody for an extra hundred bucks. Everybody wants a big-ass chain. Everybody wants a car, rims, and a system. They want... Buy, they want to buy all the drinks at the bar. The thing is fine, and and that's if once you can get there, you can fucking get there. But not, I mean, if you're barely making it, you know, don't try to live that way. If you're slanging and just taking away all the money, you know, I mean, shit, it's crazy. I could have probably had a house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, how many fucking cars, how many, everything, dude. The shit will break down and you just get rid of it or whatever because whatever, it's, you know, the value of it, whatever the fuck. Yeah, it's just, it's like we all just, we just live and learn, bro. It's like, it's basically, like, like, you know, when, they, when, you, when your teacher used to tell you, what are you going to be doing in 10 years, you know? And they used to tell me that in high school, bro, I had no clue at all. I don't know. I said, I feel like I'm probably going to be locked up, like, because that's just the cycle, you know, that, that's, that's, 
was the common thing. Like my uncles were always locked up or in and out of jail, and, and my, and, you know, just anybody that grew up in my neighborhood was kind of the same thing. You know, you grew up where I grew up. You went to jail. It was just a normal thing. Not, not like because where you come from or nothing like that. It's just it was a cycle. Like everybody went to jail. Yeah, because everybody's slanging or breaking or uh, with no driver license, get warrants, mm -hmm. you know, everybody would go to jail no matter what. Like, like there was never like nobody I knew that never didn't like nobody that I ever knew didn't go to jail. I mean, there just wasn't. You mm. know what I'm saying? It was crazy, like it's just the cycle is like Well while, while you were moving Holly, what was the craziest shit? that happened to you or that you were involved with um, that shit you could talk about or you know that don't incriminate yourself well, but I mean, the craziest shit or something that just popped off that was just fucking I mean it there was, there was a few times where I mean I don't know what the fuck I was doing I was like man what the fuck am I doing like, so, bro, one day, uh, <clears throat> my chick's rolling in my Lexus, and, and her and, and my wife's cousin, his girl, they're in my Lexus, my chick's driving, but I smoked in my car, so she lets his girl smoke in my car. They're at the red light, she's smoking, she got the windows cracked for this African-American dude, he's just at the light being nosy. He asks her, hey, what's up, man? Let me buy a sack off you. <clears throat> so my chick, she's like, oh, well, I don't, we don't have nothing but my boyfriend does. You know, some random dude. Hey, what the fuck? She gives him my number and everything. So I think he's trying to holler at them or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Naturally. Probably. So he hits me up for a sack. Tell me why that fool, like, I think he was a cop, bro, because he fucking steady, like, every time he wanted more and more and more. Like, he started off, hey, let me get a 20 sack off me, right? And you got, and, and the next time, let me get an ounce. So you were, you were hooking yeah, him up? Yeah, let me get two ounces. Let, mm. me get, let me get a QP. But just like that? Let me get a oh. QP. So every time it was more and more and more. And when he asked for a QP, he wanted a bow. I fucking started selling that for a sack to smoke. A 20 sack, a zip, an ounce is 20 sack. Now all of a sudden he wants a bowl, a whole bowl. He wants two bowls? Like a mama. He's asking for a bowl and two bowls. Like, oh, hell no, nah, bro. What you telling nigga? It was funny, like, he would always tell me to be there at a certain time, but he would never show up at that time. It was like I was always waiting there. He always wanted to meet me at the same place all the time. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, ah, nigga, I got you so crazy. That's the stupid shit that we used to do. Man, that's like, like stupid. Why? Why, bro? Why, why, why even do that? For, and then to think, well, it eventually became a cue and this and that, where there's a little bit more money involved compared to a sack or something. You know what I'm saying? The things that we would put ourselves at risk for, for, you know. For the little bit of money, sometimes, sometimes, sure, I've made some fucking bread, you know, 
you yeah. on those quicks where you bring them you bring a hundred or two hundred boom boom money exchanges boom you get your cut everybody's happy everybody leaves beautiful yeah. those things happen those were those were legit but damn the other thing breaking shit down and sell one here and sell one yeah. there and like that making a quarter off of each one imagine we yeah. making a pinch of quarter off of each all the work you gotta do to yeah. make a quarter Hey, but see, sometimes in desperation way, we gotta do what we gotta do. I remember there would be no food in the fucking fridge way, yeah. and but I had a fucking closet full of bowls I had to move in order to get that food in the in the freaking fridge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Fuck, man. Well, shit, you know what? We're gonna wrap that hole up because I'm fucking buzzing and this nigga's passing out. <laughs> but nah man but shit I appreciate that shit nigga I like I, this place is legit I wanna stay here one weekend yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to get a honey though cause uh you know I'm single so I'm single ladies out there so uh hit me up email in the description <laughs> it's the nah way well I appreciate waiting too uh you know with the drinks and shit and um the fry the wings and, uh, shit, nigga. Manani, we're going to the casino tomorrow, people, so, you know, we'll see. Maybe I'll take, maybe we'll, uh, nah. But I'll let y'all know at a, at a later show how it went. But I appreciate it, Wade, for being with us. And I appreciate you guys out there, uh, for sticking around with us for this two hours. No, an hour and a 40. About an hour 40. We're good. But appreciate you guys out there for sticking with us. Uh, if you like what you heard, please tell your friends, subscribe, you know, all that other stuff. Uh, reach out if you want. Um, but actually, what? like, next time I come on, bro, we're going to have to have a better conversation than we did. Today was a good, though. We're chilling. Yeah. Hi, y'all. Well, no, but Vegas. Vegas coming October. soon. October, yeah. Vegas coming hey, soon. Hey, we're going to do a Vegas podcast. We're going to do a Winstar hey, Vegas podcast. Hey, who else is going? Who, who else is? I don't know, but I don't know. It's going to be a fuck. fucking free for new book, y'all. I don't know, but. Hey, Negroes. Hey, man. I see y'all people out there. Y'all stay safe and uh, take care of yourself. And uh, I'll see y'all soon. Check back soon, all right? Peace out, people. Later. This is Thesis.